my name, but you do not know the legend. I protect the innocent. We owe everything to him. And in my brave and noble quest for justice, nothing will distract me. Oh. November. Murderous outlaws have discovered an ancient power. With it, they can destroy the world. Boss, can you help us? There's no time to waste. I will do it. Boss! Humpty Alexander Dumpty. We're going to need her. She's Kitty Softballs. I'll steal you blind, and you'll never even know I was there. She is a bad kitty. When the world is in danger, only one hero... Buzz, watch out! ...has what it takes... No! Holy frijoles... <laughs> ...to fill these boots. No! That's a lot of heel for a guy, don't you think? Lives. Arrest them! You got any idea what they do to eggs in prison? I'll tell you this. It ain't over easy. Oh. One destiny. My name would become legend. <laughs> DreamWorks Puss in Boots. That's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over. Puss. Puss in boots. Hello! Welcome to Dream Jerks Podcast. Dream Jerks make the dream work. This is the show where we talk about every DreamWorks animated film in order, no matter what. And my name is Kenneth. And my joined... name is oh okay go <laughs> <laughs> go 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 no i want the introduction now and now coming to the stage everyone's favorite everyone's best friend the one the only john lane <sighs> What a little dance. <laughs> wow. Did you, did you enjoy that dance? I loved it. I loved it. You danced like like Puss in Boots and Kitty Softpaws. In, in the Tuesday night dance-off. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, hi, John. Hello. We're here again. We made it again. They said we couldn't do it. And then we said, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They tried to stop us. <laughs> and we said, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. How about, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> wow. We're here. We're talking about the movie Puss in Boots. We are. It's a it's a movie that we I watched just mere hours ago. Maybe an hour ago I finished it up. Yeah. I I split watched it. I watched an hour last night and I finished the movie just now. Mm. Mm. And what an enjoyable time it was. Yeah. Or at least mm. I thought. But before we talk about Puss in Boots, there is some news in the world of DreamWorks adjacent films now. Oh. Because while this is no longer a DreamWorks production, we now have announcements of plot details and a release date and cast of a new movie coming to Netflix next year called Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget. <laughs> we got it. We finally did it. It's coming. We, it we happened. did it. Yeah. We did it, Joe. Thanks to us. <laughs> we got that Chicken Run sequel. Heck yeah. Is uh, Mel Gibson in it? No, he is not. He's been replaced. The the part of Rocky, the rooster, is now being played by Zachary Levi. <laughs> oh, okay. Not I'm Chris okay Pratt. with that. Against all, all, <laughs> against all odds, yeah. Chris Pratt has not been cast in another animated film. Yeah. Replace Jeez. one problematic uh, man with another. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know anything about Zachary Levi, uh, like his personal life. I know he's uh, he was in Tangled. I think he was on uh, Psych. Is that the show? No, he was on? maybe he was on Psych, but he, he wasn't he in Chuck. Ah, in Chuck, in the TV series, and I, I knew Shazam. it was a show I never watched. Oh, Shazam! Yeah, that's him. Okay, that was a fun movie. Yeah. I liked that. Um, Yeah. So yeah, Chicken Run 2 coming to Netflix. um, Summer of 2023. Uh, And there was a... There was like a, a, a summary of what the plot would be, but now I'm not sure. Well, I can look it up for you, maybe. Well, I'm looking at the at the Hollywood Reporter article about it, but... uh. It's just buried in all in all of this information. It always is. Yeah. Well, oh, here we go. Set shortly after the death-defying escape from Tweety's farm in the original, Chicken Run Dawn of the Nugget sees Ginger having finally found her dream. A peaceful island sanctuary for the whole flock, far from the dangers of the human world. When she and Rocky hatch a little, little girl called Molly, Ginger's happy ending seems complete. But back on the mainland, the whole of chicken kind faces a new and terrible threat for Ginger and her team. Even if it means putting their own hard won freedom at risk this time, they're breaking in. <gasps> oh, mm. wow. Okay. Uh, directed by Sam fell, who also did flushed away the tale of Despero and paranorman. Okay. Um, I liked paranorman. Yeah. Paranorman is fantastic. Yeah. I never saw the tale of Despero. Me neither. Um 
But yeah, that's great. Uh, all, wow. It looks like they're also Aardman also announced that they're working with Netflix on a new Wallace and Gromit. I movie. like it for the first time in 14 years. Yeah. When a matter of loaf and death was released. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They did a, I don't know if it was Netflix or direct to like DVD kind of deal. I think that one was released the same way that all the other ones were. However, that was, um, VHS, I guess. I don't know where, you, where maybe they were on TV. Maybe they were on like BBC or something. Yeah. Channel I four. Did- I didn't see a matter of loaf and death. Neither have I. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to watch that one and talk about that too. Mm, I like love it. Love us some Wallace and Gromit. Yes, we do. But anyway, that's uh, that's all we have for Chicken Run Dawn of the Nugget. I love that. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah, and it'll just be on Netflix, even though it's not a DreamWorks movie anymore. Because it is the sequel to a DreamWorks movie, I feel like we should uh, do an episode about it when it comes out. Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah, stay tuned for that. Yeah. Um, but now it is time for the main event, the main part of this show where we talk about the new movie, or not the new movie, the next movie in our in our line of uh, of our marathon, and that is this spinoff prequel of the Shrek franchise. Puss in Boots. Uh, Puss in Boots had its premiere October 16th, 2011 on the Allure of the Seas. I don't know what that means. What is that, a ship? It it sounds like a ship. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, And then a wide release October 28th, 2011. uh, Directed by Chris Miller. Um, Like from Lord and Miller? No. I wonder. Okay. Maybe. I wouldn't think so. No, I I think that Chris Miller is a different Chris Miller. Yeah. I'm sure there's a million Chris Millers. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, With a screenplay by Tom Wheeler, story by Brian Lynch, Will Davies, and Tom Wheeler, based on the story of Puss in Boots by Giovanni Francesco uh, Stroparola. I don't... The... Estraparola. That's it. Giovanni Francesco Straporola. Okay. Um, starring Antonio Banderas, Selma Hayek, Zach Galifianakis, Billy Bob Thornton, and Amy Sedaris, with a budget of $130 million and a box office of $555 million. <sighs> that, is, that is some sweet change. That, that is a profit. That's a nice... That's a nice even fives, too. Three in a row. Yeah. Five, five, five. Call five, five, five million <laughs> to see. Puss I want to make you millions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John, it's time for if any listeners are listening to this and they didn't watch the movie along with us. They need to know what happens in this movie. They need to know what's going on. But there's no time. There's no time to play the whole movie on this episode. Yeah. What are, what are we going to do? Actually, if we did play the whole movie in this entire episode, it would probably be shorter than a lot of the episodes that we've done. <laughs> Just go watch the movie if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Or they can listen to a quick, concise 
mm. bite-sized mm. plop mm. synapse mm. and that is john your mm. specialty mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> how <laughs> how are the peas uh or no the mashed potatoes that you won last uh, last time you still mm. finishing them up just now mm. just took your last bite of mashed potatoes <laughs> mm. All right. Time to earn uh, another two weeks worth of food. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's every week. For any new for any new listener, this is the plop synapse where John will uh describe the plot of this film in less than a minute and thirty seconds. Or at least that's the goal. For if he does accomplish this goal of describing this film's plot in a minute and 30 seconds or less, then he will be a winner-winner and win a two-week supply of creamy mashed potatoes with gravy from Australian chicken restaurant Red Rooster, not a sponsor. But if his plop synapse does take longer than a minute and 30 seconds, well, then John's for dinner, and he will be served with a nice side of peas, also from Red Rooster. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Someday. One day. Someday soon. A man can dream. Do you think they actually know about us? Do you think someone's told them about it? Uh, there's only one way to know. How is that? Just straight up ask them on Twitter. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll, uh, we'll tweet from the from the show account. Hey, do you know about us? Because <laughs> <laughs> we know you. Yeah. We'd like to visit one day. We know you all too well. We're looking to open a franchise here in Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> Right next to the Portillo's and White yeah, Castle. And the White Castle. That's the and place. And the In-N-Out. <gasps> ah, one can dream. Hey, you just got to keep on saying it until something happens. Yeah, true. All right. Yeah. Right in that same little area, we'll have all four of those great restaurants from outside of town. Anyway, John, what happens in the movie Puss in Boots? <laughs> uh, I'd be happy to tell you. And okay. hopefully less than a minute and 30 seconds. But I want to preference this. Um, uh, I don't know that I'm going to get to a minute and 30 seconds. Yeah, this movie's got a lot of plot. It's got a lot of plot. And I feel that most of the plot synapsis has me saying his full name. Oh, you don't have to say his full name. N- no, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say his full name. <laughs> you got to show him that respect. I, he's in the boots. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. If he wasn't, <laughs> we we would know what to call him. Can we call him Mr. Pib? Mr. Pib. P-I-B. And, and Dr. Pepper yeah. walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> the bartender looks at Mr. Pib and Dr. Pepper and says, yeah. why the long face? Mm-hmm. Mr. Pibb says he just graduated college and has now become a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, congratulations, says the mm-hmm. bartender. But why is he so sad? And Dr. Pepper says, my wife left me. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Let's just what a, do this. Come on, man. What a great joke. We're professionals here. Here we go. 
Do you have the timer set up? I got it ready for you. Okay. And let now let's hear this plop in lights, camera, action. Puss in Boots nickname Roll Call opens the movie, and also this cat loves having sex. In the Pirates of the Caribbean world, Puss in Boots visits a bar and learns of Jack and Jill and their magic beans, set to lead to the land of giants and the goose who lays golden eggs. Just as luck would have it, Jack and Jill visit the town Puss in Boots is in. Puss in Boots goes to seal the beans, but another cat in a mess tries to seal the beans at the same time. They get distracted, and Jack and Jill chase them out of the place they're saying. Chasing, both cats end up in the cat bar and end up in a dance battle, then sword battle. Then it's revealed that the masked cat is a lady cat by the name of Kitty Softpaws. Humpty Dumpty, the <laughs> Egg shows up and tells Puss in Boots of a plan to steal the golden eggs. Puss in Boots initially says no to the plan and leaves. Kitty Softpaws convinces him to go along with the plan, but in return we get a Puss in Boots and Humpty Dumpty backstory. They're orphans. They're friends. They're thieves. Puss in Boots gets his boots for saving the Commandant's mother and has a change of heart. Humpty gets Puss in Boots involved in a bank robbery and they have a falling out. The gang gets together and catches up with Jack and Jill and they steal the beans. We find out they get the Kitty Softpaws was declawed by humans. Let's plant the beans. A cloud shows up then does magic. The beanstalk grows and our heroes ride it all the way up to the top. Squeaky voices, Lion King moment. They, they find the giant's castle, golden egg disguise. The giant has been dead for years, but the goose is guarded by something called the Great Terror. They find the golden eggs. The gang decides to steal the goose instead of the eggs. They're chased by the Great Terror. They escape with the goose. Our heroes celebrate, but Jack and Jill are on the trail following the beanstalk. They catch up to the gang in the night, knock out Puss in Boots, and kidnap Kitty and Humpty. Their trail leads back to San Ricardo. Surprise! Humpty was working with Jack and Jill and betrays Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots gets locked up due to being a wanted outlaw. Puss meets Jack the beanstalk in prison and finds out that the Great Terror is mother goose of the golden goose she's on her way and will destroy the town kitty breaks puss out of prison puss confronts humpty who wants to destroy the town but he has a change of heart and both work together to save the town they save the town but humpty falls to his death saving both puss and the golden goose the geese return home our hero rides off to the sunset at the end <sighs> yeah yeah way you over f- huh you feel it i feel it dude dude i don't even want to know just it's not y- it's been worse just give me the peas. Yeah, you got some peas coming your way. Damn it. It's going to be, it's a minute and 47. 17 really? seconds. Not so bad. Not so bad. Not so bad, but yeah, that's a lot of movie. It's like, I, I hit everything. Yeah, no, I know you did. You, you I couldn't leave. I can't leave uh, out anything. <laughs> yeah. This movie is like, it's funny that you say Pirates of the Caribbean in that plop synapse because it feels plotted almost like one of those. You know, those movies are so confusing in their plot where like a lot of times, <laughs> like I'm not sure that I could even describe what happens in some of the pirate movies. Yeah. Well, um, it starts out earnest enough where it's like, ah, oh, welcome to the world of pirates. You're a pirate with me. Come on in. Yeah. Oh, here comes some magic your way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Magic. I, I know, thought this, this was about pirates. So many, so many uh, double crosses and backstabs and changes yep. of allegiance. And yep. who knows who's on doing what? I have no idea. It's, but then we just watch them fly around. Yeah. <laughs> doing cartwheels uh, in the air. But yeah, this movie. Uh, just right off the bat, I'm going to say a very general thought about this. Mm-hmm. This plot feels to me like they, they took all of the major fairy tales that never got really mentioned in, uh, uh, the Shrek movies. And they just like shoved them all into one movie. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. And not only that, this is after all four Shrek films have come out. Yes, this is the last installment of, of Shrek. Yeah, well... The, the Shrek extended universe. It doesn't feel like a Shrek movie. Not at all. Because this is supposed to be a, a prequel origin story, is it not? Yeah. So, so technically speaking, this is set before Shrek. Right. So, yeah, it feels like it's in another part of the world. Because it is. It's in another setting, but it's in the same universe. Right. And yeah, you got some of the, you got Jack and Jill, you got Jack and the Beanstalk, you got the Goose that lays golden eggs. Am I missing anyone? Um, Humpty Dumpty. Golden Goose, Jack and the Beanstalk, Jack and Jill, Humpty Dumpty. Uh, I mean, no, those are like the major players. Yeah. And there's no crossover of any of the Shrek characters. Any, mm-hmm. any part of that Shrek universe, the only crossover Puss in Boots. Didn't actually, I'm just remembering this now. Isn't uh, Jill from Jack and Jill in oh, Shrek you're right. 2? She is in Shrek 2. So, th- who is this Jill? <laughs> who are you? Yeah, because neither of these well, Jill. Maybe that's maybe it's a different universe, Jill. And in the, in the Shrek universe, it's like Jack's her brother. That's but, and that's the other thing is I always thought Jack and Jill were brother and sister, but I guess the the like nursery rhyme doesn't it doesn't say specify. That. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you got a point. Jill did appear in because she uh, had a Shrek too. She had, she had a, a pail of water. Yeah, that that uh, Shrek looked down and he's like, "Oh, I'm a human. Yeah, I'm beautiful." <laughs> <laughs> you button nose yeah. tight buttocks yeah <laughs> oh and he, man and then he then he got naked uh yeah his pants fell down yeah he got pantsed by gravity <laughs> <laughs> i've been pantsed by gravity before yeah me too yeah it sucks it's embarrassing it is embarrassing <laughs> Some people like it because they're like, oh, look at all this. That was a quick one. I I heard it coming for like well over a minute. I heard the whistle. I heard the crosswalk or the, 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 the crossing. Mm-hmm. And I was just waiting. And, yeah, uh, it kept it kept not being here, and I was like, "Where are you? <laughs> What's taking you so long?" I honestly didn't hear any of that. The only thing I heard was it going by. Good. Well, yeah. good. Yeah. Um, have you seen this movie before? Now, uh, if I have, it didn't leave uh, a mark in my memory banks. Yeah. I feel like maybe I I saw it in passing, but definitely didn't like sit down to watch it. Right. This is at least the third time I've seen it. I'm getting this movie mixed up with another movie. Huh? What elements of it? I think it's the fourth Pirates movie. Oh, the one Salma Hayek is in that one, too, isn't she? 
or is that Penelope Cruz? I can never remember which is that's which. that's that's Penelope Cruz. Okay, and uh, Ian McShane. Yeah, I, I can't remember if it's the fourth or fifth one, but it's like at the very beginning they they're stealing like they go to rob a bank, but then they steal the entire bank. So a, like an entire building is <laughs> yeah going through the streets yeah of this town. I I want I feel like that's the fourth one. Okay, but you know I I I've I couldn't say for sure, but that that's just what my gut says. Mm. Um, and that's when they're looking for the Fountain of Youth. That's the fourth one for sure. Yeah, the Fountain of Youth one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I love I love how like adventure movie this one is. This I think part of the reason this doesn't feel like a Shrek movie is because it's like it's so serious. It's serious. Uh, the it's... the setting is really like the setting of San Ricardo and the setting of of the chase scenes and everything. It's very deserty, very like uh, southwest. Yeah. Well, I think it's... they even Humpty Dumpty even says at one point that like they're in Spain, which I don't know how about that because I never I never thought that like far far away was in the united states you know Um, where did you where did you place it in your mind just a fantasy world oh that makes sense you know like it's just an alternate fantasy world um that doesn't have spain in it Uh (laughs) we in spain yeah yeah humpty dumpty knows about spain at least he says it yeah uh uh, so yeah i mean i humpty dumpty by the way Zach Galifianakis's performance is so surprising because the character is very, very dramatic. Dramatic and a little like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He's vulnerable. Yeah. It's not like any other character that you would have thought Zach Galifianakis would get cast in. He's not overly, because like, it's like a twist at the end that he's a villain, but he's not full villain. Right. He just wants to to pay Puss in Boots back for how he felt he was wronged. Yeah. By him. Um so in the beginning of the movie, it's like, well, who's who's the antagonist? And oh, it's Jack and Jill. Right. And that makes sense. Cause they're kind of like a ruthless kind of couple. Right. They're like like cowboy outlaws. Yeah. And then Humpty shows up at the end with Jack and Jill, like they're they're conspirators. They they uh they're in cahoots. Yeah. But then Which, I don't really understand that plot point. Like what I, I I'm a little confused of, of what uh Humpty Dumpty's plan was in the end because they had to did what, what is the point that they had to, to convince Puss in Boots that they had to steal the beans from Jack and Jill so that he would agree to do it like if they already had the beans what why did they have to like pretend to, to steal them <laughs> Um, like, couldn't Humpty have just come to to Puss in Boots and said, "Hey, you remember those magic beans that I we always dreamed about? 
I found them. I got them. I found yeah. them. And I want you to come up the beanstalk with me. Like he could have just done that. I'm not sure what the point of of having him make he's a cat that loves to steal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And and yeah, he he kind of turned face, but in the end he's still an outlaw at heart. Right. So what's more enticing having an old friend that you had a falling out with show up at your front door and be like, Oh, Hey, remember that stuff that we had talked about as kids? Here it is. I found it. Or, Hey, remember me? We we used to be friends as kids. Anyways, I have a plan and a scheme. Uh, one last thing. And it's for our dreams. You want to go for it? Yeah. For for uh for a character to put some boots, which is more enticing? Yeah, I, I mean, guess yeah, that's, that's I guess that's my argument. That's a good point. Um, but you also raise a valid <laughs> a valid point. He could have just like because he got the beans from Jack. What what? It's, his name is not Jack. His friends call him Jack. Andy Beanstalk. <laughs> that's his yeah. name, right? Andy Beanstalk. Jack and Andy Beanstalk. Andy Beanstalk. <laughs> He he steals the beans from Andy Beanstalk while he's in prison. Yeah. Which, I mean, how lucky can you get there? Yeah. (laughs) They were looking everywhere. Yeah. And the one place that they never went to, you go, and there they are. Yeah. They're in prison. And and Andy Beanstalk said that he... uh... He was in jail for giving away the, the, the cow of a different family or trading yeah. the, trading another family's cow for the beans. And he said he got, what, five to ten years? And he's it looks like he's been there for his whole life. Forever, yeah. So, of course, I that, don't know. That could have been his beard when he went in. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But, um, it, but I get what you're saying. It's that it, <laughs> it looks like he's been locked up there forever. The movie, okay, well, I'll say this. The movie is a lot of fun, and these are the kinds of questions that you don't think of when you're watching it because you're just along for the ride. But then once you like start to peel back even a little bit, you're like, oh, wait, hold on. Yeah. Because yeah, here's yeah. another thing. Uh, the, the, the thing that really broke uh, Puss and Humpty, which, by the way, I love that Humpty's middle name is Alexander. Humpty Alexander Dumpty. Ham. Uh, had. H-A- oh, H A D. That's right. Why did I think his initials spelled ham? Maybe because <laughs> I wanted him to be ham and eggs. Yeah, yeah. Um, had. <laughs> I think it's just funny that he has a middle name, and that it's like a normal name. Yeah. Humpty Alexander Dumpty. So the, the the thing that broke their relationship was Yeah, why why can his name be Humpty Um Numpty Dumpty? <laughs> that rhymes. Humpty Alexumpty Dumpty. <laughs> Alexumpty. <laughs> um uh yeah, the the thing that broke their friendship was uh the famous story of Humpty Dumpty where he's broken and uh, all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put him back together again and that whole thing right yeah so humpty dumpty has already broken before yeah but but i mean spoiler alert at the end of this movie when he dies and he falls to his death and cracks and you see that he was a golden egg inside all along 
he'd been spending his whole life searching for these golden eggs and he was and the he golden was egg. one and he was bigger and more valuable than the eggs that they ended up finding yeah but if this is not the first time he's broken like when he broke on that bridge was he gold inside then or did he turn gold since then yeah well when he didn't break on that bridge no yeah whenever they were getting away Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. Right? That's the, that's the rhyme. That's he, the rhyme, yes. And he says in the movie, like, they wrote a whole famous song about it. Right. But what I'm saying is that, isn't that the song that they made and why he's spiteful of that song is because that happened to him whenever they were trying to escape, whenever they robbed the bank of San Ricardo. Right. Yes. But I didn't see him break. He just kind of tripped and fell down. No, I gotta, I'm, I, I, I might have, uh, looked away or gotten distracted in that moment. <laughs> uh, I looked away. And I, I, I was back in 20 minutes of the film. Yeah. I, yeah. I was ordering a pizza is really what it was. <laughs> oh, well, that'll do it. Yeah. I can't pay, focus on this movie. I also can't pause it. <laughs> you could, yeah, you could have. Oh, dang it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Every movie has pause features nowadays. I couldn't. I Even the ones on it. TV. I didn't pause it when I was watching the movie to order the the pizza. And I also didn't pause it when I answered the door to get the pizza. <laughs> oh, is this your, your Twitter pizza, by the way? It is my Twitter pizza. Well, I got, congr- yeah. <laughs> you only got one, though. Uh, oh, I didn't say. So I, I, I tweeted saying that if this gets one like, I will order a pizza. And uh, I did get one like, and so I ordered a pizza. I'd never said I would order one pizza for every like. Every like, yeah. All right. I didn't Terms say that. Terms and conditions, I understand yeah. <laughs> now. But you got like 12 or 13 likes. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's see. Let's see now nowadays how many likes it has. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if those were the rules, I would never agree to that. I would never. But I if would. those were the if those were the rules, Just I would have... Blow up. I have you got 30, 20? No, wait, that's something else. I have else. 30 pizzas coming my you way. <laughs> 30? <laughs> hey, but I don't, because that's not those, what I said. Get those hot and readies, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah $5, $5 each. No. That's still... They're not what? $5 each. They're not? They raised the price. <gasps> How much they're are five, they now? They're $5.55. No. I, re- but, I refuse. But instead of 30 <laughs> slices of pepperoni, you get 40 slices of pepperoni. What do you mean? On the pizza. On the hot and ready's. 40 get slices on one pizza? 40 slices of pepperoni. Like pepperoni slices. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I meant like a pizza slice? Yeah, they cut the pie into 40 slices. I was like, each one of those is so, like so small. Was, What's the point? You can have a lot of pizza. You can go, ah, I just got done eating 80, <laughs> 28 slices of pizza. My, my God, man. Have you no shame? Yeah. No, like, they were like this big. Yeah. Oh, okay. How many slices do you want? One, two? It's like, well, each, 
each one is like an inch wide at the thickest point. I'll have like eight <laughs> slices of pizza, please. Oh, don't be greedy. <laughs> yeah. Save some for the rest now. <laughs> There's 40 slices on this pie. There's enough for everyone. Oh. <laughs> and we got 30 pizzas. 40 oh. slices a piece. That's so much pizza. So shareable. Yeah. But no, that that's like their uh they had to raise the price because it's been it's been five dollars longer than Subway has had five dollar footlongs. Yeah. And they it's you know, the economy, man. Yeah, everybody's been raising their prices on stuff. Yeah. But the dollar twenty five store or whatever. Yeah. But instead of just raising the price and saying deal with it, they're like, all right, here's ten extra pieces of pepperoni see i never even knew that there was a specific number of of pepperoni slices oh yes on a hot and ready i used to work at little caesars ah so i know exactly i know exactly how many yeah pieces of pepperoni go on a pepperoni pizza they announced all right guys i'm sorry but the five dollar hot and ready we're gonna you know it's it's changing times we're gonna have to raise the price uh to yeah to five dollars and fifty five cents, um, you know, a, a a fraction of what the box office gross of Puss in Boots was, <laughs> yeah. a few, just a few decimal places, you know, yeah, several from five hundred fifty five million dollars to five dollars and fifty five cents, um, but so so they announced that, and then you walk in, you you talk to Caesar, uh, <laughs> and you're like, look, Caesar, you got you can't just raise the price, you got to give people something for their money. Yeah, got to make them think that they're getting a deal. Come on, little Caesar. What can you give them? <laughs> and he was like, mm, pizza, pizza. <laughs> That's already what they get, little Caesar. <laughs> no, little Caesar, you don't understand. The people don't want to pay more money for the same pizza. Yeah. What can pizza, you pizza? do? No, pizza, pizza. no. <laughs> No, come Little on. Little Caesar is like Groot. He, he, he can only say one thing. He and can only everything. say pizza, pizza, and that's it. If, yeah. there, if there ever was a commercial of him saying more than that, I would be oh, outraged. No. Yeah. Dear and like, Mr. Little Caesars, what is this? <laughs> yeah. We don't want to hear you say more. Yeah. That's too brute. <laughs> yeah. Um, And this <laughs> reminds me of Puss in Boots. Yes. <laughs> This is why our episodes run long. Yeah, because we get on tangents. <laughs> um, but anyway, I think this might be the 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 role that showed the world that Zach Galifianakis is a real actor, not just a funny man. Well, yeah, I guess it's kind of like earlier on in his career. Um, yeah, because a lot that- of the stuff that he did before that was stand-up specials and comedy movies yeah the hangover uh he had he had a a a late night show he did yes i didn't know about that i think it was on i think it was on like some cable network hmm maybe comedy central well and and this movie is two years after the hangover so i mean he probably recorded his voices for this before the hangover fa- filmed. 
Yeah. I feel um, like it. it. See, I'm trying to search for it, but it keeps on just bringing up fun, the Between Two Ferns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah. Which is good, and I love the movie. Yeah, the movie is fantastic. Yeah. Um... I don't. Uh, I mean, it says it was on MTV. He had a late night show on MTV. Yeah. What was it called? Late World with Zach. I see that. Two thousand two. Never heard of this. I love Zach Galifianakis. No, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't MTV. VH1. VH1. Yeah. Uh. I'm interested to see if this is on Paramount Plus or anything. I would I would like to see it. Yeah, you should check it out. I think he on one of his last episodes, I think he did a whole lip sync of under pressure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I agree. You know, it it the character of Humpty Dumpty is not like straightforward twirl your mustache kind of villain. Yeah. Because it's more of a story of, hey, we're friends, we grow up together, we have these dreams, and then there's something happens between us that one feels betrayal from the other. So a plan is hatched mm -hmm, of (laughs) trying to get uh, revenge. And uh, the plan goes accordingly, and he has to kind of play along. And, and play this character and then he gets his revenge but instead of just getting that revenge and revealing the revenge and then getting his comeuppance he instead gets an opportunity to turn back and try to save the town and he does yeah there's not a lot of movies where the villain does that yeah and it really is a an emotionally impactful moment yeah when he lets go of the rope and 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 chooses to fall in order to allow puss to save everyone uh like that really that really landed yeah uh, very well for me um oh uh the the first big laugh i got and this is the only other note i have written down Mm. um we've already covered everything else i wrote down but uh when uh, Puss first, you know, approaches, or no, when Humpty Dumpty first approaches Puss in Boots, you know, in the movie. Yes. Um, and he says, do you know what they do to eggs in San Ricardo prison? It ain't over easy. Yeah. And that, I, I, there, there's like not enough egg puns in this movie in that one. There Fantastic. isn't. Yeah. Fantastic. There was never a joke about. Uh, hard boiled or omelette du fromage. Yeah, I think or... Puss tells him he he wants to see, or like he should scramble him with with onions or something. Yes. Why I ought to scramble you with onions? You know. Yep. There is that. <laughs> uh, what what other things can can you do with eggs? Paint them <sighs> at Easter. Oh yeah, he never gets sunny su- sunny side up. I don't think that was a, no. Um, they never said that. Poached. Uh, we'll go in there and we'll poach these eggs. Soft their... bo- yeah. They didn't uh, they didn't do that joke. Soft boiled. Yeah. You're going soft boiled on me. 
Yeah. Ah, uh, that's a C. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> um, that's that's a line that should have been done whenever Puss in Boots first gets his boots and they start treating him as a hero. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You've changed, Puss. You've gone soft boiled on me. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> We should have wrote this movie. Damn it. <laughs> we should, honestly, we should get hired. I would love to do punch up on a movie. Yeah. You know? Have you, speaking of that, have you heard of the uh, podcast Punch Up the Jam? No. Yeah. It's, it's a podcast. I've listened to it on the, on a, on a trip with a friend up to Boston. Uh, punch Up the Jam is a, is a podcast where, a musician and a and a host talk about a song that uh-huh. was popular back in the day and then after talking about the history of the song how it came to be the popularity of the song they then go okay now we're going to make the song better and they punch it up and then they they mm-hmm. do like a cover of the song or they change something about it and then they play it okay you should check you should check it out yeah. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Um <sighs> I liked this movie very much. Yeah? Yeah. Did you love it? I don't know that I would say I loved it, but I it, it was it was t- up it was high up. It was high yeah. up for sure. It's I it's probably not in my top 5. No, no, not no. top 5. It's not like all-time favorite. I it's, don't hate it. I, I, think, I didn't, and I didn't tolerate. I didn't tolerate it. I, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I think with of the five uh, Shrek universe movies, it's uh, it's third place for me. I like it more than Shrek three or four. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, absolutely. That's that's going to make it easier for me to place it. Yeah, yeah. I actually just placed it in my ranking. Oh, just um, now? Yeah, just now. As I was looking at my list, I thought, you know what? I think I feel comfortable with it going right there. Um, Is it better than Shrek? Well, Shrek Forever After. Yeah. See, even though we just watched that a few weeks ago, I'm already starting to fall back into that mindset of assuming it's not that good. But like, we really liked it. We did. Even though it got a uh, rotten score. On Rotten Tomatoes, which that's you know that means nothing to me, really. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust. The, I don't go by what the Rotten Tomatoes scores are, right? Because this is at the end of the day, this is, uh, it, it's entertainment. Yeah, but just like anything, it's art. Yeah, it's, it's subjective. It's subjective. Yeah, exactly. and you also have to know that a lot of times, you know, critics like certain kinds of movies. And at a certain point, I kind of realized, like, I don't I don't think I look for the same things in a movie that a critic does. You know, like, okay. I wonder I wonder if something like Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Oh, such a good movie. Like, I wonder what kind of Rotten Tomato score that got, because it seems like the kind of movie that would get bad scores just because it's like so weird. Um, now I want to look. I'm going to look. I'm looking it up, too. OK. Or, or maybe something like MacGruber, you know? All right, you ready? Yeah. Uh, do you want to guess? Barb and Bar- Star? Barb and Star, yeah. <sighs> um, 
my 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 instinct is that it, they didn't like it, so I'm gonna give it. They they gave it like a forty eight. Okay. Uh, the tomato meter for Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want the con- the critics consensus first? Sure. Yeah. Bright, colorful, and unbashedly silly, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar reaffirms that any Mumolo, yeah, 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 Annie Mumolo. <laughs> Annie Mumolo and Kristen Wiig are still as funny and funny as ever. Are still as fun and funny as ever. Uh, that yeah. warms my heart to hear. Well, it got a 79. It's rated fresh. Okay. Okay, that's good. I'm glad yeah. to be wrong on that. Yeah, and the audience score is 60. See the audience. Yeah, but they don't know. They don't know. They didn't see it. I'm looking at McGruber. Oh, see, McGruber got exactly the score that I said uh, Barb and Star would get, which is 48%. Yeah, I didn't care for MacGruber. I just watched MacGruber again last night because I wanted to start the show. Yeah. And gosh, it like <laughs> I did not love MacGruber the first time I saw it. I walked out of the theater feeling a little uncomfortable and sick. But you love uh, it. I After watching it last night, I was like, this movie is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's so insane it is insane uh there's a lot of things that happen in that film a whole like van load of wwe wrestlers get blown up (laughs) yeah i think that's what it was is like the first time i saw i wasn't prepared for how hard r it was gonna be yeah it is a hard r um and so now no ghost ghost sex in that (laughs) yeah yeah sex with a ghost (laughs) 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 there's so much there's like so many things that are just just in, insanely silly in the middle of an of an like a graphically violent movie <laughs> yeah or like he's on the phone with with the villain and he, he's trying to keep him on the line so that he can trace the location of the phone yeah and he's like oh hey um by the way uh i just want to say uh it's been a pleasure uh you know working against you and uh, i think we we make a great uh pair of adversaries and the bad guy's like oh well that was unexpected. Thanks, MacGruber. <laughs> I, I just love that. That's something I definitely wouldn't have like noticed the first time. I don't think I'd ever seen that before. Hey, let's talk about Puss in Boots. <laughs> yeah. God, we're sorry, guys. Is it because we really don't have that much to say about Puss in Boots or because there's just so much to talk about that we go off on tangents? Maybe that's what it is. Because also, we haven't seen each other in, in, in real life very much lately that's true you know so we we, this is this is kind of our chance to just catch up as friends yeah we should make a whole separate podcast called the ketchup podcast yeah where we just catch talk. up yeah you know what that one the ketchup episodes are the deleted scenes of the regular episodes so like i cut out everything that's not about the movie and put it in a in a separate podcast of of i love tangents. it I love it. The tang, the tangent episodes or the yeah. the tangibles. I don't know though, because like, I don't that. No, no one wants to hear that. No one wants <laughs> that. You like to hear us just just wander around. Our that's mind the palace. that's the Spotify question of this week. Uh, what do you, do like you to want hear the us tangents? ramble? Yeah. <laughs> do, do you like when we talk about pizza for thirty minutes? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. That's the question. <laughs> That's the question. 
Now, did you, did it kind of throw you off at all that 20 minutes into the film, they're like, we got to go back to the beginning of where, where Humpty Dumpty and I met. And it takes another like big chunk of the film out. Like that's the second act. It feels I was, like I was thinking about that, about I have a, I had a friend who who always would complain about movies that did this, where he was saying, like, don't make. Don't make a movie that's a reaction to an interesting thing that happened off screen, make yeah. your movie the interesting thing that happened, you know, yeah. Um, and I'm trying I was trying to decide if that's what this is. Because this movie has its own big adventure uh, that is, I think, more interesting than the backstory. But we need that backstory to appreciate this adventure. So I'm, I was trying to think as I was watching it, it, would would it have been better to just do it in sequential order and have him start as a baby and go up? Or, or do we, like, is there a real good reason for the flashback reveal of the backstory of puss and humpty dumpty and it's not a question i necessarily have an answer for it's just a a question i pose now you know you kind of need that little bit of and that could have been done like most movies do where think about if you remember the hunchback of notre dame the Disney I, animated film. Yes. Okay. Um, it opens up not with, hey, I'm a hunchback. It gives that little backstory of uh, this character who had this baby, was uh, murdered at the steps of Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. And now we have to take care of this baby because we've been seen before the eyes of God kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And the baby is the hunchback. And then the movie starts. Yeah. 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 It gives you a, like a, like a prologue. You, you um, have to set up the board. Yeah. You mm, have to yeah. set, you have to set up the, the board game before you start you playing. Can, you can't just walk into the, uh, the game night and put the, put the box on the, on the table and say, all right, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> We got to set this up first. Yes. <laughs> you have to introduce your pieces. You have yeah. to place them on the board where they go. Yeah. And then you can start the game. Well, I think it's interesting in this movie because Puss in Boots is an established piece. You know, we know him. We yeah. know his later adventures. And so uh, what we don't know is what we don't know about him. Yeah. But I think that the movie maybe is smart in uh, introducing us to him as we know him, you know, a version of this character that we know. Uh, and then little by little, they start kind of showing you like, all right, there's, you know, there's a history here that you are not, not aware of. But they, they didn't want us, they didn't want the movie to start as uh, us being introduced to a character that we already know. You know yeah. what I mean? So they have to kind of start it where like he is this person already. And now we're going to tell you a story about him and a relationship that he had with a, with a friend. Yeah. Um, 
because that's something you don't know about him. Yeah. But if we start at the beginning of that, it's like, well, I already know him. Why, why, why am I meeting him now? So now, now after we've broken it down some, I do, I think that the, the way that they approached it, uh, makes, makes sense and it works. And like, even, even before I, I started, started to break it down, just when I asked the question, is this the best way? It's not, I didn't ask it because it wasn't working for me. I just thought, huh, is there another way they could have done this? Or is this the best way? And I think it was the best way for me. I think personally, the another way I've could have seen him doing it is taking like the last four or five minutes of that. Um, what do you call? It's not a dream sequence. It's a once flashback. A, flashback. Thank you. Taking the last four or five minutes of that flashback where um, they. Like what they go to rob the bank, but it's like Humpty Dumpty robbing the bank and he gets Puss in Boots involved and then they escape. But then Puss in Boots jumps off the bridge. Oh, so if the movie had started there, start the movie there and Mm. then mid heist. Yeah, mid heist. And then you you start the credits and then it's uh, Puss in Boots like. On the run, doing and it his says, thing. Does it? Does it? Does it? Okay, so you, you cold open with the the end of that heist. Yes. Then title Puss in Boots. Yes. And then seven years later, because Humpty Dumpty does say it was seven years ago. Yes. Seven years later, and then you start the movie where the movie starts. Yes. Interesting. And then you continue the journey. Uh-huh. And it's not until halfway through, like you could have, pro- you could have provided the rest of that flashback, maybe at the campfire scene. Hmm. When it, because then you could have had that moment where Kitty Softpaws is maybe talking to to, she's either talking to Puss in Boots or she's talking to Humpty, or maybe they're talking to each other and they they're kind of reminiscing and and one of them goes, "Do you remember how we met?" Yeah. And they go, I remember like it was yesterday. And then you start the beginning of the flashback. I mean, it makes sense to me that he explains it to Kitty Softpaws. That to me works. Although now knowing that they, the two of them were already working together, maybe that's why she was like, Oh, I don't want to hear this because she already knows the story. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, but I think it makes sense. She doesn't know the whole story. Maybe. Uh, maybe not. I mean, she falls asleep while he's telling it, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah, she does. Because it um, goes on forever. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is long. That's, I mean, that's... It's that's, like, hold on. Pause that movie. Let me play you another movie real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, you're right. It is a very long flashback sequence. It and is. maybe not all of it is fully necessary, but... It's you got a pad for time. Right, it's about the the history of of Puss in Boots and Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, uh, and I mean, add Baby Puss in Boots to the cute Baby. Oh, Humpty. absolutely! Another, Another like top tier baby. <laughs> <laughs> you got to start uh, putting these babies on a list now. Uh, yeah, yeah. What what's number one? That's tough. That I mean, tough. Grogu is is something special, <laughs> and Baby Poe. 
Yeah. He's, he's great too. Yeah. Baby Grinch. I mean, Baby Grinch is is ugly cute, you know. <laughs> you 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 love you love him. Some people would say they love them the Baby Grinch ironically. Uh, I don't love him ironically. I I really love Baby Grinch. Um, but somebody drew like I saw a reimagined drawing of Baby Grinch, but like made cuter, mm-hmm. and I didn't like it. Like I like him ugly. You know, like he's cuter, ugly to me. Like, it's weird. All right. Uh, uh, speaking of ugly, Jack and Jill. Ugh. <laughs> hideous, hideous uh, character designs. Yeah, they're, they're very. Uh, I think you, you said it. They were like outlaw, like Western outlaws kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a well, I've never seen Bonnie and Clyde, but I mean that's the sense I get. Yeah, for sure. Rough and tumble. Yes. Yeah. Um. <sighs> yeah, this movie's good. It's a good movie. Uh, it's got a lot of action scenes. Yeah. Oh, and they're all very good. Yeah. Good action scenes. Very good. Uh, good chases. There's like two, three, three or four chase scenes. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what was stressful to me the whole time was watching Humpty Dumpty like in all, in these like high speed perilous moments. I'm like, he is an egg. He's going to break <laughs> yeah. something. He's fragile. This is, this is terrifying. If I was an egg, I would not be going on adventures. You no, know, I'd be wrapped up in bubble tape. <laughs> yeah, I would or just be bubble sitting wrap. At, Sitting at home, walking around carefully. Yeah. Like an egg, a, a, a living egg should be like a hypochondriac, you know, afraid yeah. of afraid of everything. Yeah. No, this egg is all man. Yeah. He's hard mm. boiled. <laughs> he's got, he's got, he's big huevos. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was a, another gag where the guy in the bar at the very beginning is showing all the tattoos about the legend of the golden goose mm. and then he goes uh, the guy that's explaining it and making his friend like show all the tattoos he's like show him the golden eggs and was like no 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 <laughs> don't show me the eggs don't show me the huevos yeah and uh i think they make that same joke later when they're in the giant's house um and he, they find the eggs and, and, and Humpty Dumpty is like rolling down a hill yeah. and he slides crotch first into the eggs. And he's like, oh, yeah. golden eggs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Easy jokes. Uh, yeah. Hey. It, there was the one uh, scene whenever Puss in Boots is going to steal the magic beans and he sees them for the first time and he goes. Uh, I don't remember. Holy frijoles. Holy frijoles. Holy beans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy frijoles. Yeah. Uh, Antonio Banderas. Great. So good. Yeah. And he's paired with Selma Hayek. Who is also so good. Yeah, but they've been in several movies together already. <gasps> You're right. They were Desperado and like mm-hmm. all those movies, right? Yeah. I've never seen those movies either. You haven't seen Desperate Brother? No. Do yourself a favor. Yeah? Uh, I have not seen El Mariachi. 
but okay. I know for the cost of the film and the, I guess, amateur professionalism of Robert yes. Rodriguez. Yeah. I've heard that it's good for what it is, but I've never seen it. Yeah. And I've seen I, Desperado. And I've I seen know that once upon a time in Mexico. Yeah. See, I've never seen any of the, any of that trilogy. I know that, um, uh, what's his name? Robert Rodriguez, like wrote a book about, uh, how he made El Mariachi. Um, yes. Called I, rebel without a crew. Yeah. Uh, which I always wanted to read it. And I always like, you know, um, respected the just kind of like the backstory of that without having seen it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because yeah, I should watch those movies. I want to see if you they're should. anywhere available streaming. But I think it's kind of funny that they they probably are like, all right, well, we get we're getting uh, this Puss in Boots movie, so we're getting Antonio Banderas, who should be the love interest, Selma Hayek. Yeah, huh? <laughs> Selma Hayek. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, they work together. <laughs> they have good chemistry. So yeah, makes yeah. sense. Um, and yeah, Zach Galifianakis, great, great performance. Good stuff there. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton was an interesting choice. Yeah, because I I feel like he's more. He doesn't really do like a whole lot of like. I, I don't want to say silly movies, but I don't see him doing cartoons. Like, yeah, he did Bad Santa, but that he yeah. probably just wanted to do something fun for himself. Right. With that film. But a yeah. lot of the other things that he's been in is, have been like more <laughs> serious adult kind of films. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know a lot about him and his career. Me neither. I, I the only things that I'm familiar with are Sling Blade, okay, and Monsters Ball, the one with Halle Berry. Yeah, I don't know. And that's it. Hmm. Wasn't he in like a space movie, like an astronaut movie? Uh, I don't think it was Armageddon. Space Cowboys or something like that. Maybe Space Cowboys. I'm going to look at that. I don't know. Let me look up Billy Bob Thornton. What, how do you feel about Amy Sedaris? Amy Sedaris is someone that I like, but her voice is so like prominent that it's hard for me to kind of see her as any character. Mm. Uh, her voice is just too uh, distinct. Yeah. In a way that I think isn't because she's in a few um uh what's it called? DreamWorks movies. Uh she was in Boss Baby 2 as the new baby. Yep. She's in this. She's uh she's in a few things, and I, I just feel like she's never been the right choice for a voice role in my mind. Okay. Because I just hear her. You just hear her. You don't hear a character. Right. And right. it's weird because Kristen Shaw, whose voice is definitely more distinct. Right. But like when she plays a character, uh, she makes that she 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 becomes the character in a way that's like, 
yeah, you obviously recognize her voice, but like it works so well with the character yeah. that, you know, you, you don't notice or you, you, you don't think about it. But, but what's her character in Bob's Burgers? I don't know. I've only ever seen like two episodes of Bob's Burgers. Ah, uh, there's a Bob's Burgers movie coming out. Yeah, I saw that. I mm-hmm. I like what I've seen of Bob's Burgers, and I would lo- I would love to watch more of it. Um, yeah, I think I would love it a lot. I but, keep on thinking her name is Tina, but no, that's that's the girl in glasses. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but Tina, she Jean and oh come on. You've got to be kidding me, brain. All right, listeners on Spotify, uh, the question <laughs> the question of the week is, do you like our rambling tangents? But also, if you want, you can answer, what is Kristen Shaw's character's name on Bob's okay. Burgers? I got it. What? I, well, no, I, I mean, I do you want them to answer the question? I got it. Yeah, sure. If they want to answer it, you go, go ahead and answer it. Okay, it's, Lu- <laughs> it's Louise. Okay, so if you want everyone, you can tell us that her name is Louise. <laughs> um, just write that in the in the iTunes reviews. <laughs> um, but yeah, Amy Sedaris. Every time I hear her, I'm just like, that's just Amy that's Sedaris. Just Amy Sedaris, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, to your point, Christian Saul. When I think of Christian Shaw, I think of Gravity Falls. Uh, another show I've never seen that I know I would love. Oh my God, it. it's on Disney Plus. I know everyone says that it's one of the best shows. My my friends have been telling me that since forever. I've never gotten around to to press and play on that. Me, I think I'm of sit you down. On I the couch. think I think of uh, Flight of the Concords. Okay, uh, and uh, Toy Story three. That's right. And, she plays the Triceratops. Yeah, Trixie. Um whatever and uh oh i know she was on uh the last man on earth another show i never watched yep that i would love uh, because it's forte Forte and Kristen shaw yeah um so yeah i mean so yeah i can understand that yeah um well let me ask you this important question yes does this film pass the baby got bactyl test this is true uh, ladies and gentlemen uh-huh. of the podcast, <laughs> uh, I present to you the the baby got Bechtel test. Yes, uh, the baby got Bechtel test. It asks two very simple, very mm-hmm. uh, uh, simple questions. <laughs> yeah, academic questions. Academic questions <laughs> about each DreamWorks movie that we see. Yeah, and the first question is always yes and no, yes or no. And then the second follow-up question is a yes or no. Now, if those two answers match up, then this movie passes the baby got Bechtel test. However, if both the answers to these questions are opposite, Mm. then it fails the baby got Bechtel test. Kenneth, what is the first question? Well, the first question is, is the song Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot in this film. And this question is very easy to answer in most cases. Um, in, in the case of Puss in Boots, the answer is no. Right. It is not of, in this film. A lot of guitar and castanets and horns <laughs> in this film. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, the second question is, should Baby Got Back have been in this film? 
So is there a moment in this movie that could have been improved by the inclusion, the use of Baby Got Back in the soundtrack? Are there a lot of, there's not a lot of butts in this movie. No, you know what I think might have been one of the only cases for this song in this film would be if you applied it to the giant mother goose. <laughs> uh i i was thinking the dance battle oh the dance battle yeah sure i don't know does kitty soft paws have uh to stop i know where you're going with this question and we're gonna stop it right there okay <laughs> i'm just saying i i mean okay <laughs> I think the answer is no. It's no. She's got it's a pretty no. slender build. She's got a slim build. She's not a she's not a fat cat. No, she's not. No. Uh she she drinks uh, uh skim milk. Yes. Um <laughs> There are uh, no yeah. there's no fat cats in this movie. No, none at all. Yeah. Wait, what about mm, n- not even in the in the dance scene? The dance battle? Maybe there's one in the background, but I didn't notice it. Yeah. Garfield. Uh, Garfield is not in this He's not picture. in this movie either. <laughs> he's not in most movies, I've noticed. Yeah, except for the ones where it says Garfield on the title. Yeah, I wonder if he's in any other movies besides those. <laughs> like, is he in Ready Player One somewhere in the background? Or if, like, if they put him in there, my God. Is he in like Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Like, there's a few movies where that like not Garfield could be in there. You know, yeah. I think uh, more people should put Garfield in their movie. Yeah. What's stopping you? Yeah. Terms of endearment. Why did you not put Garfield <laughs> yeah. in your movie? Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. <laughs> we want Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> um, this movie, I feel does not have an opportunity to put the song baby got back in in order to improve it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, therefore this film passes the baby got back to test. Well done. Good job. Yeah, they did good, it. Good good job, movie. They knew. They knew. They knew when to put it in. They knew yeah. not when to put it in. They yeah. knew And the answer was no. Let's yeah. not put that. <laughs> yeah. That song does it's not. Better if we don't here. do that. Yeah. Um, I will say another thing about that dance battle scene. I love when they uh, dance up the the like arch, and they end up on the on the ceiling. Yeah. And then they dance walking down in midair, walking on each other's feet. Yeah. Uh, a really fun piece of animation that makes no sense. Uh. Yeah, they they defy the laws of gravity. You kind of buy the logic of it, though. You're like, I mean, I guess, yeah, why not? Yeah, <laughs> they're that. I mean, they're really good dancers. Yeah, that's who am I to say they can't do that? Yeah, I mean, I know why I can't because I'm yeah. not a good dancer at all. Yeah, I'm very bad at it. Yeah. How did you feel about whenever they rode the beanstalk up and they had the high squeaky voices? Ah. Uh... Because of the thin air up there. Yeah. You know, there's no no helium up there. No, it's an interesting gag because 
it felt like it felt almost like a non-joke you know Mm -hmm. like they have squeaky voices and they explain why but then they don't really do anything funny with it right and it's like it's just a matter of science yeah (laughs) it's like they're like (laughs) something like that which should have been like a four or five second joke goes on for like (laughs) three or four minutes it's just like this is just how it is now this is just and it's not buckle up (laughs) Like, and we're gonna we're gonna have serious scenes where they have squeaky voices. Yeah, and in that scene, they the the cats do the whole "Can you feel the love tonight?" thing. Oh, they do. Yeah. Well, do you mean when they're like on the leaves going up on the beanstalk? No, I'm talking about whenever they're up in the clouds and uh, they're kind of chasing each other. And Kitty Sawpaws goes to chase Puss oh. in Boots, but he tackles her from behind and they go rolling down a cloud and yeah. he ends up like underneath her. Yeah. Pinja. Pinja. Can you feel <laughs> the love tonight? Yeah. Hey, if you got two cats falling in love, you got it. <laughs> you gotta. There's no way around it. <laughs> Garfield, <laughs> you find another cat. Garfield and Nermal. You no, dude. Gar- Nermal's a, a boy cat. What? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know this. Yeah, Nermal's a boy cat. I always thought Nermal was a girl. Arlene is a female cat. I've never seen the Garfield movies. Hmm. Um. Which I mean, but, you but know. you've seen the cartoons. Uh, yeah, but I, maybe Nermal wasn't in the cartoon I saw. I could have sworn Nermal. Was female? No, normal was lady, is was a lady cat, uh, a man cat, a man cat. He's just the world's cutest kitten. Yeah, normal is a small gray male tabby cat with thick eyelashes. Maybe that's why the thick eyelashes. I was like, oh, that's a lady. Nope. <laughs> just a annoyingly handsome boy. Who's the girl? Arlene. Arlene. That was in the comics. Yeah. Well, I knew normal from the from the comics mm. uh arlene Hopper. and garfield are the counterpart to dr liz wilson's relationship with john arbuckle yeah it's a very uh love-hate relationship okay you know they're never like official but they're never really like not seeing each other voiced by deborah messing in the film hmm hmm, hmm. who plays normal in the film is normal in the live action movies? Oh yeah, Jason Marsden in the Garfield show, and in the films. Uh, oh wait, what about the live action movies? I don't think normal was in them. I don't think so. Who's I didn't the see other... the live action movies. You didn't see them either. No, didn't see the movies. Didn't care to see the movies. I I grew up with the cartoons, so I felt more attached to those. Like that's my generation of Garfield. Yeah. yeah. Bill Murray. Good casting choices, Garfield. <laughs> he, he didn't know, man. <laughs> he thought the Coens were Joel and Ethan Cohen that were yeah. doing a Garfield movie. I you love, idiots. I love the you idea. You think the Coens are going to do brothers. a Garfield movie? <laughs> what a chump. From the directors of Fargo <laughs> and Burn After Reading and The Big Lebowski comes. And No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Garfield. Blood simple. <laughs> the cat. Yeah. 
raising Arizona. <laughs> raising oh, there's dude. only one place they could go from here. Coming next summer, <laughs> Garfield. <Yeah. laughs> oh, that has to exist online, right? As trailer for yeah for the Coen Brothers Garfield movie. <laughs> yeah, someone has made that. Oh boy, how wonderful! Uh, anyways. Anything else about this film you want to talk about? Um, well, the, we, we got to talk theme parks. No, I, I mean about the movie itself. About the movie itself? No. Yeah. Nah. Okay. <laughs> I think we hit everything. I think, we, I think we're good. Yeah. Now we got to pitch the theme park. Now we do. And there's already a ride. There is a ride. It's in... Universal Studios Singapore, I believe. Yes, um, Singapore. I always get Singapore and Shanghai mixed up. Well, there is no Shanghai Universal Park. Um, oh, Beijing. Beijing. Yeah, 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 okay. I have a hard time remembering what, uh, what's in in uh singapore versus japan sometimes yeah same um i i yeah yes <laughs> uh oh here's i think this is the ride here puss in boots giant journey yes yes at universal studios singapore in the far far away area of the park it's a gondola ride it's a gondola ride i thought it was a roller coaster well, gondola in a sense of, uh, I'm thinking of, um, what am I thinking of? When I say gondola, I don't mean the boats. Like, right. I'm thinking about, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about. You're thinking of like the Skyliners. Yes. Like a, like a uh, ski lift it, type almost. Yeah, thing. yeah, 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 yeah. Gondola, a cabin on a suspended ski lift, the cabin. Ah. Oh, that was an off that was an off mic conversation. Yeah, that was an off mic conversation. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that, yeah. That yeah. kind of gondola where it's okay. like suspended from from above, but you're sitting in like a like a a cabin. Yeah, I see here uh the ride consists of suspended bucket-shaped vehicles up to 9 people per ride vehicle. Mm-hmm. Operating at a slow and moderate speeds along yeah. a green colored track. Gotta make it f- something for the kids. Yeah. Um, I've I've watched a few w- ride throughs of this ride. It looks fun. It does. You are you are uh flying around through the giant's castle and there's golden eggs, and I think there's the animatronic giant goose or like goose heads and stuff. Yes. There's beanstalks uh growing all throughout the, the castle. Yeah. It's pretty neat. I like it. Um, it makes, I mean, uh, that that's a perfect uh, sequence to base a ride off of this movie on, you know? I agree. It's almost too good. <sighs> yeah. It's too good to be true. Do you, do, do you just want to, you know, just L- leave just it at put that? It, put it in Dream Tricks Park? Maybe. We'll copy that ride in <laughs> That's the ride. That's the one attraction <laughs> that you can go ride at either park. <laughs> Which theme parks, let's talk about this for a second. Okay. 
you of course you gotta have some rides in all your parks that are somewhat similar in terms of theme or ride or just practically copies but you gotta have something different yeah you just gotta yeah there's no there's no point in going all the way across the world going i'm gonna ride every ride that i can ride at home no there's no like what's the draw other than being in another part of the world you gotta have different rides yeah i'm looking at this ride now um and the 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 ride vehicles don't look as bucket shaped as i thought they would they look kind of like a Almost like the um, the high in the sky Seuss trolley train ride at Islands of Adventure. Yes, like like, like that kind of a, a setup, except the track is above instead of below. Yeah, that that's kind of what I uh, relate it to. It's it's yeah. a, it's aimed for kids, but it's also for the family as well. Yeah, it's yeah. not like it's not like riding the, a carousel. Where, yeah, that's mainly for babies and kids and things like that. And yeah, grownups and adults can get on it too. But let's be honest, who who's going to be on that horse? Yeah. You, you lady or this baby <laughs> right here? <laughs> uh, this definitely looks a lot better than... I mean, I like the High in the Sky Asus Trolley train ride, of course. But uh, this looks uh, more adventurous, more fun. Yes. There's more little of a bit, story. A little bit of thrill to it. Yeah, there's more to see. You get to see Puss in Boots and Kitty Softpaws. Which, by the way, Kitty Softpaws, is she from something or is she original for this movie? Is she from a story? I've never heard of her. I think she's original. Original? I think she's original. Let me... I mean... Probably. I'm going to look up Kitty Softpaws uh, and it's just... uh, It's just going to be Kitty Softpaws. Yeah. Um... (laughs) <laughs> uh, what do I uh, tail a fairy tale? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um. Which and she's also you can see her at uh at Universal Studios Florida. She's in. Um. Yeah. Sometimes she's at DreamWorks Destination. DreamWorks Destination. That's the one. And yeah. before that, she used to work at uh, or she used to work. <laughs> 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 she used to work at the Starbucks in Islands of Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> and you could see her standing outside there sometimes. <laughs> leche. Who won leche? <laughs> Café con leche. Aquí. Café con leche. Aquí. <laughs> Hola, señor. Oh. Café con leche. <laughs> Muchas gracias. I remember... I remember like walking by and seeing Kitty Softpaws out there at Port of Entry and just hearing people not know who she is. <laughs> yes, I I vaguely remember that. <laughs> yeah, people. I would always hear people like, "Oh, look, it's Puss in Boots and another cat, and his and his girlfriend." Yeah, Puss in Boots <laughs> and his girlfriend. Yeah, she has a name, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> it's Kitty Softpaws. You stupid. Yeah, how could you not know? <laughs> you, you cretin. Yeah. You come on, jerk. Come on. <laughs> hey, come on. Hey, come on. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Yeah, we'll steal that ride. Yeah, it's such. It looks like a great ride. 
it's got to go in sh- in the Shrek area. And what what all do we have for the Shrek area? You got the castle, oh yeah, Farquad that you go into that takes you to the to the Shrek ride, which yeah. dumps you out in the Shrek area, right? Where you got his swamp. You got Duloc. You got the swamp. Yeah, did uh, I know we did something for Shrek too? Yeah, uh, we gotta. I we need Eloise's map. We need a map of the park um, with everything we said because we don't remember. <laughs> yeah, um, we're not keeping track of what we talk about here. We're not. We we never do. <laughs> uh, um, Shrek two. What did we? I don't know. Shrek I have no idea. The third. Uh, I, think, I think was the the dinner theater. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and what a good Sh- idea. Yep. And Shrek Forever After was the ogre lay. <laughs> yeah for the halloweens yeah halloween uh, alternate timeline ogre yep uh so yeah i don't remember what we did for shrek shrek 2 no i don't know me either well all i know but, is i want that dark ride yep i want a dark ride of the shrek movies yep um anyway let's see Final thoughts on Puss and Boots. <laughs> Do you think we got lazy by just like stealing that ride or? Well, I mean, it's hard because that ride is very good. Yeah. From the looks of it. We don't have too many kid rides. Yeah. At this park. And, and yeah, by the looks of it, like they, they, they did the scene that you would want to ride. Absolutely. Steal, steal getting in to the. Giant's castle, stealing yeah. the golden egg and escaping. I like if that ride didn't exist, we might have just pitched that same ride. Yeah, because what so, what else can you do in that film as an attraction or something done at a theme park? I don't know the the cart scenes where they're stealing the beans with all the hogs, right? And Jack and like, Jill. Yeah, I, I'd rather see the goose, um, yeah. than Jack and Jill. Yeah. The goose you shows know. up at the end. The goose is the like the big plot point of this yeah. film. Yeah. No, this ride is is already the perfect Puss in Boots movie ride. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we would be wasting everyone's time if we tried to pitch a different ride. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted yeah. to make sure. I, yeah, I yeah. just wanted to make sure. I appreciate that uh, quality control. Kenneth, I trusted you. I just wanted to verify. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, what do you what do you think now uh, in general now uh that we're done here uh what wh- what do you think of Puss in Boots? Puss in Boots is not a bad film. Yeah. Um it's not it's not in my top 5. No. Um it does kind of extend that Shrek universe by and I think it was clever of them instead of going, well, let's do Shrek 5. Instead, just going, well, Puss in Boots is a po- fairly popular character. Let's yeah. make a movie about him. And let's well, have it be a swashbuckling uh, adventure movie. Mm-hmm. People love those Pirates movies. Let's give them <laughs> one of those. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 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 And... This uh, 
this I think was the beginning of a long standing relationship between DreamWorks and uh, Guillermo del Toro. What? He was an executive producer on this movie. Um, and he was, he, I, I think he is still involved at an executive uh, producer level with a lot of DreamWorks animated uh, projects. Well, he does like the stuff that kind of goes on Netflix, you no? Know? Like, yeah, the, the troll hunters, troll hunters, things like that, I, which I think is like several different series all set in the same universe no yeah it's uh tales of our tales of arcadia is the name of the whole uh, that's like wizards and stuff like that yeah there's there's troll hunters wizards and like three below or something three below i think that's the third series and then there the there's a movie that is uh like the finale of of all three of them or something garfield Um, and it's all on netflix and i believe garfield is in the movie good yeah (laughs) as he should be yeah okay (laughs) is that the next question the next test after the baby got back the test is is garfield in this movie is garfield in this movie (laughs) did you see garfield no failed failed (laughs) fail (laughs) fail all these all these movies we saw didn't have Garfield in. Yeah, them. I haven't seen Garfield once in any of these movies. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. <laughs> uh This is a uh, good film. Yeah, I had a great it has, time. It, yeah. Good characters, solid story, you know, good payoff, interesting arcs. There there are times watching some of these movies where I'm very tempted to reach for my phone and, and order just, a pizza and get an order of pizza. Where <laughs> um, I just, I just lose interest or like my mind wanders and I'm, I just, you know, I, yeah. I end up getting distracted and this movie uh, held on to me. Uh, it kept you invested. It kept me invested. And the only times I ever looked away were, were uh, pizza transaction related moments. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> But outside of pizza, nothing else could take me away from Puss in Boots. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, so yeah, this movie I like. I liked it very much. Yeah. Um, do you have it placed on your ranking? I do. All right. Well, let's get to it. All right. Number twenty-two, Shark Tale. 21, Over the Hedge. 20, Spirit Stallion of the Cinnaron. 19, Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas. 18, Shrek the Third. 17, Ants. 16, Monsters versus Aliens. Monster? Monsters? Monsters versus Aliens. Oh, it's... Yeah, there's more than... There's a few of them. <laughs> it just says monster on my phone. Uh, 15, B-Movie. 14, Flushed Away. 13, Road to El Dorado. 12, Megamind. 11, Prince of Egypt. 10, Shrek Forever After. Uh, which I think Prince of Egypt is going to go over Shrek Forever After eventually. Mm. 9, Madagascar Escape to Africa. 8, Puss in Boots. Hey. 7, Madagascar. 6, Chicken Run. 5, Wallace and Gromit. Curse of the Were-Rabbit. 4, 4. 
Whoa. I have two number fives. Oh. <laughs> uh, so it should be 23 Shark Tale. Oh, yes. Uh, so actually, Puss in Boots is ranked number nine. Okay. Eight is Madagascar. Seven is Chicken Run. Six is Balls and Gromit. Five is Kung Fu Panda 2. Four is Shrek. Three is Shrek 2. Two is Kung Fu Panda. Number one, How to Train Your Dragon. Oof. Let me yeah. fix that. Okay. But go ahead. Well, here on my list... I think you'll be surprised to learn that at number 23, I have Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron. I am surprised. The horse movie. <laughs> at number 22, Shark Tale. 21, Shrek the Third. Number 20 is Ants. Number 19 is Over the Hedge. Number 18 is Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas. Number 17 is Monsters vs. Aliens. Number 16 is The Road to El Dorado. Uh, number 15 is Flushed Away. Number 14 is Madagascar. Number 13 is B-Movie. Number 12 is Madagascar Escape to Africa. Number 11 is Shrek Forever After. Number 10 is Megamind. At number 9, matching your placement, Puss in Boots. Whoa, bada bing. This is a top 10 movie. It is a top 10 movie. (laughs) Yeah, true. More movies are going to come out. I You're mean, on thin ice, Puss in Boots. We're we're a little more than halfway through. How to you know, your, we haven't seen How to Train Your Dragon 2 yet. Yeah, or 3. Or 3. Uh, we haven't seen Captain Underpants yet. Yeah, well, I mean... Which not, I know is in your top 10. It's not... Yeah, not in this uh, project, but I've seen it many times before now. You love that movie. I do. I mean, I love that... I love Captain Underpants. Yeah. I love them, uh, but, right. but yeah, there's a lot of, of 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 great movies that we haven't watched yet. So who knows if Puss in Boots will be able to stay in the top ten? Yeah, but only one way to find out. Yeah, keep stay listening. Tuned. Yeah. yeah, um, but uh, let's see. Oh yeah, so then after number nine is uh, number eight, The Prince of Egypt. Number seven is Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were Rabbit. At number six, we got Chicken Run. Uh, number five is Shrek. Number four is Kung Fu Panda 2. Number three is How to Train Your Dragon. Number two is Shrek 2. And coming in at number one, Kung Fu Panda. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we got to play the Rotten Tomato score game. Yes. So, Kenneth. Uh-huh. What would you score the film Puss in Boots? <sighs> if I was going to guess what critics gave this movie i would say that they gave it i would think that uh, 77 77% of critics gave this film a positive review okay the critics consensus of puss in boots goes as follows It isn't deep or groundbreaking, but what it lacks in profundity. Oh. Yeah. They're just bragging now. Yeah. Showing off. Yeah, they went to college. (laughs) Puss in Boots more than makes up for with an abundance of wit, visual sparkle, and effervescent charm. They're just like rubbing it in our face. (laughs) They hold on to (laughs) thesaurus.com. They went to Thesaurus University. Yeah. 
will you read the beginning again? It isn't deep or groundbreaking, but what it lacks in profundity. Huh. Profoundity. I would, I would, I don't know that I would agree that it isn't deep. I mean, maybe it's just the way that, that, uh, Humpty Dumpty is, is portrayed, but I felt, I felt that it was deeper than your typical kids movie. Yeah. But, uh, not groundbreaking. Not Mm, really. No. Egg breaking. Ladies (laughs) and gentlemen. (laughs) Um, Puss in Boots more than makes up for with an abundance of wit, visual sparkle, and effervescent charm. I feel comfortable with a score in the 70s based on that consensus. The tomato meter for Puss in Boots uh-huh. is yes. 86. Whoa! Yes, it's okay. certified. They liked it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I liked it too. Yeah. Audience score. Oh, yeah. 67. What's wrong with everybody? <laughs> What's wrong with you? What's wrong with the people, huh? You give, you give, yeah, you go and see Avatar over and over, but you give this movie a 66%? 67. 67%? That's, that's, what, what kind of, what kind of score is that? You can't, you, oh. be, you can't be serious, people. There's a picture, America? there's a picture of Antonio Banderas and animated puss in boots like costume character puss in boots kneeling next to each other oh kneeling (laughs) yeah i think they're heroes there's a picture of of antonio salma i never thought about how what a weird name salma is yeah salma hi my name is salma your name is what now yeah salma oh my gosh so Remember when you said what what was the premiere at? It was like the ch- Chicken of the Sea dance. Yeah, it's it was on the Chicken of the Sea dance. <laughs> um, it was on the Allure of the Seas. Allure of the Seas. Yeah. It looks like at the premiere, uh they had a large uh, I'm talking like this is like 20 foot tall pair of boots. Oh. <laughs> at the end of this dock. Wow. <laughs> And, and and it says DreamWorks Puss in Boots at the top of the boots. The Allure of the Seas is an Oasis-class cruise ship owned and operated by Royal Caribbean International. Who? Why was this Premieres film premiered? Film on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> on a Royal Caribbean cruise. Yeah. I wanted to take a cruise. Yeah. But we got to premiere the movie. I know that the We premiere- got to be in the middle. The premiere of the of the first Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, was at Disneyland, um, and they like, I don't know, I've never been to Disneyland, so I'm guessing it must have been the water where they do Fantasmic. Uh, I don't know premiered where else. It there? They premiered it on a screen across some water from the audience seats. Oh, uh, then it then it had to have been there because like Pirates of the Caribbean, like the ride at Disneyland, if you're if you're looking, if you're watching Fantasmic in the right spot and Disneyland, you turn around, Pirates ride is right there. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And I know that the premiere for um the Country Bears movie was in the Country Bears show theater at Magic Kingdom. <laughs> really? No, it's not true. Oh, 
but what if it was? Oh, I would love it. I would be there. <laughs> Those crunchy bears of ours. Crunchy bears. <laughs> Barry, right. Barry the bear. Is oh, yeah, Barry. Name? His Barry. name is Barry. Barry Bear. Um, I don't know what his last name is. Barry Let's B. Benson. Out. Uh, that's a different B. Oh that's yeah, that is. Berry. That's that's a bee, not a bear. That's a a honey bee. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. The character in the Country Bears is named Barry Barrington. Oh my <laughs> god! They uh, phoned it in, <laughs> and his name is spelled not B A R R Y like the name yeah. Barry is. B E A R Y. God. But at least bless. Barrington is B A R R I N G T O N. They they took an opportunity and they said, let's nah, not go all the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why would these humans have the last name Barrington? Yeah. If they are like, okay. Yeah. Um, they chose wow. wisely. Wow. They did, uh, that. did Disorder talk about the Country Bear movie? Uh, they have not, but mm. how did this get made? Talked mm. about it. Okay. Um, podcast the ride did an episode on the second gate, which is their Patreon feed. Okay. About the movie, mm-hmm. and uh, our our friend Travis, who was here to talk to us about horse movie and monsters versus aliens, uh, he did an episode on his show, uh, theme park the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, about the Country Bears movie and show with, uh, with our friend Bailey. That's right. So there's there is talk about the Country Bears out there, and Disorder I think will probably get there eventually. They, Good. They'll have to. Um, they they got to start way back at the Computer War tennis shoes, and I want ap- them to. You know, Apple I just gang. I just found out. I went to that, Epcot this week. Yeah. And, you know, there's the Journey into Imagination ride with Figment. Yeah. And in the Imagination Institute, there are tributes to uh, Robin Williams' character from Flubber. And yes. And Wayne, Wayne Zielinski from, uh, Honey, from I Shrunk the Kids. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. But then there's another door. There's He's not pictured anywhere. But uh, a character from the Computer War Tennis Shoes is also paid tribute to in the Imagination Institute. And I never knew that the Computer War Tennis Shoes was part of the Imagination Institute cinematic universe. <laughs> and now that I know that, I kind of want to go back and rewatch because I don't think I've seen that since... I don't even know. Yeah. I, I, I think I've seen it. There's a lot of like of those early live-action Disney films that I've never seen. I've only seen like bits and pieces of... Uh, the Herbie films, that darn cat. Oh yeah, things like that. I I more remember the '90s live action Disney films, especially yeah. the ones that were under Touchstone. Oh, okay. I don't know like, a lot of the Touchstones. Um, I don't think it was Touchstone, but I think uh, Heavyweights is definitely a Disney film. Oh yeah, Heavyweights is 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 Disney um, proper. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. That's Disney. Uh, who framed Roger Rabbit, which was Touchstone. That's Touchstone. Uh, I feel like there's other Touchstone films that I've seen, but it's I, I'd have to like look at the list. Anyway, it's so funny. 
yeah, this is not a discussion for this show. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here, Disney. Get out of here. We don't want you. <laughs> yeah. We don't want you here. We only want um, to take your theme park ideas. Yeah. We we got to read emails. Oh, we have some emails. Uh, we have one email. Okay. Um, This is from a new uh, person who's never written in before. Oh. Um, This is from... Kaylee. Okay. So the subject of this is called Sing. Oh Whew. no. I thought it was uh, gonna be Mixels again. Oh, it's not Mixels. I'm also <laughs> I have not I've been trying to pull up uh the Apple Podcast reviews, but they're not loading. Okay. So I don't know what's going on with Apple Podcasts. Um, if it's if it's our show or if it's the podcast app or what, but I can't pull them up. So we'll we'll find out next time if anyone wrote Mixels in the reviews. OK, but well, I think this, we're we're about to get burned up a little bit. We'll see. Here we go. Um, OK. Depends on the introduction. How does it start? I have not read this email before now. So here we go. Here we go. Uh, hey, guys, I'm Kaylee and I am personally offended. By your distaste in sing. Matthew McConaughey Koala is so sexy. And the performances are so fun. But also, Sing 2 has my heart. Please see it and go into it with an open mind. I get chills. I got chills multiple times. Please let me know what you think. I love Halsey Wolf in it too. Uh, and when Soyo plays. Soyo. Uh, okay, that's all. Thank you for everything you do. Uh, I, <laughs> I fall asleep to your show almost every night. Uh, let me make sure I read this last part exactly right. X-O-X-O-X-O. Kaylee! Alright. Um, Kaylee? Thank you for writing in. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I, I will not apologize for my distaste in the movie Sing. But I, uh, I'm sorry that it has offended you. Um, but I stand by my opinion on the first movie. John, have you seen Sing 2? No. Well, I have. Oh, my God. I went and saw Sing 2. Why? Last week. Why? Because I need to go. I need to know. You know, it's not a DreamWorks movie, but it is an Illumination movie. It's part of the Universal animated family. Um, so I like to stay informed on what uh, animated movies Universal is releasing. Uh, and so I went and saw Sing 2. I've seen every Illumination film since Despicable, Despicable Me 2 in the theater. Yeah. Whether I thought I would like it or not. Yeah. Actually, I might not have seen Sing in the theater. The first one. But anyway, I did see Sing 2. Uh, Kaylee, I I also liked Halsey Wolf. I also like naming, referring to characters by the actor and the animal that they are, not by the character's name. Um, I liked Bono Lion. I thought he was okay. <laughs> uh, I don't remember Soyo. Uh, I don't know what song that is. Uh, if that's the one that Halsey Wolf sings, as that character that she plays in the show um 
I, I, I agree that the per- musical performances in the Sing movies are good. I won't disagree there. But I think that's the only good thing is about both movies. <laughs> um, I was I, I was watching Sing 2. In Sing 2, they put on a show for a big time like producer guy. And uh, uh, the audience goes nuts for this show. They love it. They think it's the best thing they've ever seen. Uproarious applause after every performance. And yes, the performances themselves are good. But the show is not good. It's not, has, it has barely a story. Matthew McConaughey Koala thinks of shows the same way that Illumination thinks of movies, which is the story doesn't matter. Uh, people wa- just want to see cute animals doing fun things. Uh, so it doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter how we string these events together. Um, the story is secondary. Who cares? We're just going to get some fun songs and visuals up on the screen. And uh, the rest, eh. Eh, who, it doesn't really matter. Um, and so that's kind of... I haven't seen Sing 2 again to really finalize my thoughts on it. I just remember, and I sent you a snap to you, John. My instant review of the movie was, uh, I didn't like it at all. I couldn't wait for it to be over. (laughs) Yep. I remember that. I'm sorry, Kaylee. I'm not, I I don't mean to hurt your feelings. I hope you, I hope you understand. I agree. The music, the songs are fun. Some of the characters are cool. I liked Matthew McConaughey Koala much better in the second movie. Okay. Um, good. I, I also liked that he was, uh, you know, evading an attempted murder. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh god yeah the the bad guy character is uh trying to murder him for the entire third act and uh i think that more kids movies should have um a businessman openly attempting to like premeditated murder our hero um and like really really deliberately like talking about it thinking about it (laughs) planning it with his with his employees just talking about i am going to kill that koala oh my gosh uh i think i think that's great (laughs) for a kid's movie (laughs) but that's all that's all we got thank you kaylee for writing in if you want to write us an email and you can write us anything about anything. Send that to dreamjerkspodcast at gmail.com. John, mm-hmm. do you want to direct anyone to any particular place on the internet? Mm. No, the internet's a uh, pretty uh, scummy place. Yeah, there's some scary stuff out there. Be careful, everybody. Yeah. Um. What about you? Me? Well, if they want, if if people are interested in uh, influencing the my pizza orders, you can go to my Twitter at King Kemen, <laughs> or you could go to Instagram or, or or TikTok at the same name, King Kemen, um, if you wish. Uh, you can follow 
the band that John and myself are in. It's called Pangolin. You can find that at Pangolin FL anywhere on the internet uh, and music streaming services. Uh, you can listen to this show and follow it on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Dream Jerks Pod. Again, our email address is dreamdrickspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to send us a, an email, talk, have us talk about something you're interested in having hearing us talk about, uh, then you can do that there. Leave us a review and a rating. Uh, you can review us on Apple Podcasts, and you can rate us both there and on Spotify. Uh, I don't know if Spotify does reviews yet, but if, if they do, uh, go ahead and leave one there too. Hmm. And then uh, answer the Spotify question as well. I don't remember what it was now, but it'll be there when you go look for it. Uh, oh, what was the Spotify question? I have it written down here. I I, I wrote it in the notes. Uh, oh, yeah. Question, do you like our rambling tangents? Oh, God. I hope so. I hope so, too. <laughs> here's a spoiler alert. Do you want us to be more focused? <laughs> if you want us to be more focused, please send us Adderall. Yeah, you're out of luck, I think. That's yeah. not going to happen. If you'd like us to be more focused, listen to a different podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, Smoke Vanish, Alpha Zeta Bones Jones, Marcus Lightspeed, Crazy Calzoni, Fat Giraffe, Will Duam, Bobo Denkirk. We'll, we'll see you all at band practice. For the dream to work, we've got to go to sleep. So, good night. Good night. DreamDrix podcast has no affiliation with DreamWorks Animation, Universal Pictures, or Comcast NBC Universal. The views or opinions expressed are those of the participants and do not represent the companies or organizations they happen to work for. Theme music by Pangolin. If you love me.